Hello and welcome back to Selling the Scream, all you Screamomaniacs. We're still tr- trying uh, some new stuff here to refer to our fan base as, and Josh wasn't super thrilled with the last one, so that's what we're going with this time. Uh, we'll see if it sticks. My name is Jed Donaldson. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Josh Yoakum, and we're going to talk about scary movies. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's initially sitting with me a little bit better than Screamy, so we'll, I'll, I'll maybe weigh in at the, at the end of the episode. This, maybe this is a, maybe this will be a bit. Who knows? This, this, this sounds like it could be a bit. You're, you're ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst podcaster. Hey, 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 I've listened to a lot of podcasts that is objectively not true. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. I'll take it uh, like, back. Did you did you know they gave one of the Trump boys a podcast? Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're here to talk about scary movies though. We're uh, and and this week um, battling through a little bit of a head cold, but we're gonna we're gonna tackle one of my absolute favorites. One so much so I was expressing a little worried to you that I'm just gonna my my deft analysis and and highfalutin words are just gonna drop away and I'm gonna turn into Chris Farley from Saturday Night Live just saying ah. Oh, have you seen The Descent? Isn't it's awesome? <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about The Descent. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna back us up here just a little bit. We're, we are talking about The Descent. He's correct, uh, but I, I do feel like we kind of just uh, jumped the gun a little bit. And I maybe well, want to explain. We didn't talk about the concept. Yeah, let's let's, let's yeah, let's just kind of tell you what the concept is here. Uh, uh, Professionals. I'm Jed. <laughs> I know like of the scary movies. He Josh. He like of the scary movie. He tried to make me like it a scary movie too. That's, That's the uh, idea. Yeah. Um, when we're we're reaching out internationally, thank you for that. Uh... <laughs> All of our fans <laughs> in Italy really really enjoy that one. They're saying grazie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so we, I've got a, a curated list and uh, was very excited to. Um, this might have been. This isn't the like the first one that jumped in my mind as soon as I started putting the list together, but this is probably like number two or three that I put down on the list because this is a this is a perennial favorite for me. Um, and this is uh, Neil Marshall's The Descent. Um, so uh, this is Neil Neil Marshall's second movie. He's um he's done a few other movies since then. He kind of does a lot of TV and production stuff too. Got a, got got his irons in a lot of fires. Um, his first movie was a uh, was also a horror movie um, called Dog Soldiers. It's a it's a werewolf movie. I uh, want to say I've heard of that as well, uh, but that is strictly a through osmosis kind of thing. Having worked in a video store for a large chunk of my young adulthood, this stuff kind of <laughs> gets drummed into your head, regardless of whether or not you enjoy those type yeah. of movies. You're, you're you're shelving it enough that you yes kind of have you you can yeah. mentally place it on the wall. That is that is yeah that is roughly my relationship with this movie as well is that I've seen the cover box and you know kind of the text on the back of the box often enough to kind of understand what the movie is about yeah. but uh, never actually saw it myself. Um, so the the dog soldiers is a it's a it's a werewolf it's it's kind of exactly what it sounds like it would be it's it's were, werewolves and soldiers and um, how, where those two things meet. Um, it was a pretty moderate success. Um, I, I think it's a really good werewolf movie. It's a, it's, um, maybe eventually we'll get around to doing that one. I'm, I'm, but I, I definitely think of the horror movies he's made, the descent's really his masterpiece. All right. And, uh, he kind of had the idea, um, 
the original script was a, a, a mixed cast um, of, of men and women. And he, he took this idea that came to him and, and, and rewrote it um, to be all female because the, the prior movie he'd done had been um, all male. He didn't want to get pigeonholed into being like a horror guy, but kind of wanted to come at it from a, from a, as different of an angle as he, as he could. They're, they're sure. pretty different films. No, I, that's that's one thing that kind of jumped out at me is that how uh, kind of forward thinking it is to have the all female cast. You don't see that very often, yeah. at least not in this type of movie. The uh, the one genre film I haven't seen it yet, but I know like critical consensus was that it wasn't great, and I think it's it it it's unfortunate that it, it has the other movies to go up against to compare and contrast them with. But he did direct the new Hellboy. Um, Mm. which yeah. yeah i haven't seen that one either <laughs> yeah, i haven't heard good things about it, which is why i haven't seen it but yeah, yes. i haven't seen that one but it's, it's one of those things too where it's like I'm, I'm wondering if like if because guillermo del toro did like the first two and they're so good and they're like oh, 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 oh. Let, me, let me just throw <laughs> this at you hell yeah. girl oh there we go um but yeah I, I, w- I would like to watch that at, at some point but um Back to this movie, um, he, he did, you know, it's, it's, he wrote it and directed it, but he, he did want to make sure that he wasn't falling into writing cliched characters, and he wanted these, uh, the, all the characters to be like capable and, um, and, and tough, and so he um, consulted really, with some of his friends really and stuff. Liked, so. I, I really liked all the cast members here. I, I thought they were all um, pretty fun characters. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's they a really were likeable. Good cast. None, of, none, yeah. I mean. Aside from the one kind of big thing that kind of comes out towards the end, none of them seem to be, you know, bad people. <laughs> they all seem like people, just good folks out looking for a good time. Maybe a little uh, adrenaline junkie. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I liked them. I liked the cast. <laughs> um, so this was uh, this was made entirely in Great Britain. And um, so the, even though it's set in the U.S., it's set in, in Appalachia, they did all the outdoor stuff in Scotland. Okay. Um, it's also an international cast. All, all the women are from different countries. Um, and the um, the indoor and, and part of why this is just a really top line movie for me is, is they, they knew that shooting in real caves would be like nearly impossible. So um, – they they basically had like a giant studio that they they had like um, the the set designer uh, Simon Bowles who's maybe like one of the only set designers I know just because of this movie right. um, built all these all this cave stuff from scratch and they filmed it all on a soundstage. That's um, crazy. That yeah, sounds like an enormous amount of work. Yeah, and they they had like a few rotating sets that they like reused for shots and stuff, but they cover a lot of geography in this movie and it. it yeah the identity of the various chambers and stuff they end up in stays constant throughout. They reuse stuff like brilliantly. So it all feels like Mm -hmm. it feels like a real place. And it's, it's, it's a pretty, pretty staggering that, that how that works. Um, All the, all the light in it is from um, almost all the light. There's, there's a few things that aren't, but is from natural sources. So it's like, it's the light from the glow sticks and the headlamps and, um, like a few like splash lights and stuff, but but for the most part, it, that's just how it's lit. It's a very dark movie. Yes, I find it easy to follow, but it's 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 dark. It's it's there's not much highlighted on the screen at any given time. There was only one part, uh, a little over halfway through, 
that kind of I got a little a little lost in the weeds with uh, where where characters were and uh, how they ended up where they were. Um, yeah. But yeah, for the most part, I was I was able to follow it. Um, so yeah, just kind of diving in, I, I think maybe like just doing a, a, a quick story, uh, synapse kind of like the last episode as well. And maybe just kind of going back and forth on things that we enjoyed or things that we found good seems sure. to maybe be a, a, a good way to approach it. Um, so this is a story. I, I, it's probably unlike anything you've, you've ever seen before. It's about a woman who experiences an unspeakable tragedy. Um, some time passes, uh, she gets together with friends, travels to an exotic location, uh, meets some new people that kind of change how she feels about the tragedy. Uh, there's a lot of deaths. Um, yeah, that sounds like um, like really nothing we've seen so far, right? That's uh... sure. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Doesn't fit any sort of template. <laughs> I, I, I make the joke because if you haven't listened to our our last episode was was Midsummer, um, which I think has. Of, of, of I, I didn't think of this when I put them both on the initial list, but after we did Midsummer and I was kind of looking at the stuff that I'd watched recently, I was like, wow, there's a lot of kind of the same notes here. There's um, yeah, a, a lot of the same story beats. It's a, they're very different films, this, and, and I think you know obviously one of them is takes place almost completely in bright day, and one of them is underground and very dark. Um, right. And one's you know a lot more contemplative and arty in one and and i think the, the descent um it's got a lot going on i think that there's there's definitely thought put into the script and there's nuances and subtlety of the dialogue and kind of the action but it's also just a balls to the wall action movie it is once it, it, it ratchets the suspense and then once that suspense reaches a boiling point it's a wild ride <laughs> right there's there's really no uh no time to 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 sit and think about what's going on. Yeah. You're basically off and running. Yeah. Very, um, very quickly. Um, but get, getting into a, a little bit more detail with script, we've got, we got an all international cast. There's um, yeah. the, the, the movie starts with uh, three friends out of a core group of five who are, um, they get together, they're college friends. They do these like um, extreme, tourism type stuff like the, the first thing you see them doing is whitewater rafting right um they uh you, you're introduced to sarah who's our, our our protagonist um and she's is meeting at the bottom of the this whitewater run she's meeting her husband and her daughter um her two friends are who are with her um are, are uh, beth who's kind of positioned to be like her best friend um and juno um who, you know, another very close friend, but um, you, they, they make it pretty uh, pretty obvious right from the front that there might be a little bit of, a, of something going on between Juno and uh, and, and Sarah's husband. Um, See, I I did catch it, um, but it didn't strike me as as like uh, super obvious. Like, yeah, and that might be the hindsight of like kind of going back and seeing this. I, I remember picking up on it like pretty early when I saw it, but it's yeah. Um, they they the um, they're you know celebrating their success and they start driving back uh, Sarah her husband and her daughter um, the husband seems distracted and when she's asking him what's going on he swerves like just drifts in the road ends up hitting a um, a truck full like, carrying metal pipes and 
we get a real final destination moment. <laughs> um, yeah, this was uh this was abrupt. <laughs> it yes. just happened and I it this was the first of several jump scares that come early in this movie. It seemed like they were leaning on the jump scare a little bit. Yeah, I was uh, I, I was going to I was going to ask kind of your opinion on that. Like, what do you, what do you think of, um, cause we've watched a few movies. Like I, I, I you know, we, we joked that Friday the 13th four was almost like exclusively built around them. Right. Um, Candyman has a couple of them. Um, but we haven't really, there's been a ton of other jump scares in some of the other stuff that we've watched. I don't, I think they try for one in Nightmare on Elm Street three, but it's so telegraphed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily mind a jump scare. Um, but I do think it's something that you kind of need to use sparingly. Um, by the time we got about halfway through this movie, I was like, uh, all right, well, we're, we're doing that again. Um, the, I mean, the very first one with the, the dad and daughter getting killed in the car accident was, I thought, very effective. Yeah, I, I think there's a few that are there. There might be one too many in this movie that might be like a, a pretty honest criticism of it, but. I don't know. I, I kind of think of them as like like tools in a toolbox and sure. like the different things you can do in a horror movie to kind of build tension and build scares and stuff. I, I think this uses it pretty well. I'm I, I think there are movies out there that exclusively rely on them. Um, the I, the one the the kind I don't like, um, and it's in a movie that I liked, but like in Candyman, the uh-huh. we even kind of made a joke about it then when it's like someone's friend just comes in like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> right yeah and there's a music sting like yeah um, but yeah i think i think they're, they're used pretty well here but um we we sarah wakes up in the hospital and she, and she finds out that her her husband and her daughter are both dead and uh beth's there to comfort her but juno just has disappeared um well juno was there too but she she did not come forward to comfort she's just oh, kind of yeah. saw she's, what a wreck she the, was in the and background then and ran away yeah and then later on you find out that like Beth had kind of stuck around um, and, and helped her a little bit, and Juno, like, left. Right. Um, so we, we get a, a cut to the next year, um, and this this core group, they're joined by uh, a pair of sisters who did not make it out with them last time. We get Becca and Sam. We uh, uh, we kind of missed something that I think is a little important, is that the uh, her waking up in the hospital was preceded by the birthday cake hallucination with her daughter and then a scene in the hallway also of her hallucinating where she's running away from the lights going out behind her. Yeah. So we, we do get, um, we, we get that kind of set up for, for later and a little bit of foreshadowing with the lights going out behind her, kind of what the rest of the movie is going to be. Um, they are also joined by, uh, Juno has kind of taken another younger woman under her wing, uh, Holly, the, uh, the the Irish lass who's jumped off every uh, building in, in Galway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, the the next kind of really only slow part in this movie is the the you get a little bit of character building and bonding as they're like in a cabin in Appalachia and they're gonna go into a, a cavern that's kind of described as being like a pretty touristy or you know maybe it might be rough for for me to do but like one that gets done fairly right by, someone uh, who's experienced in caving would not have much of an issue with um i actually i really like the the uh the kind of slow moment here where you get the character building and the uh the interaction between the girls before they 
go into the cave to die. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's it's really well done. They're, they they don't have a lot of time because it's a pretty you know it's an hour and a half movie and yeah. um, they, it's this this first act where they're they kind of have to do a lot of the the character building here because we're about to get into life or death stakes pretty much for the rest right. of the movie. So, so I, th- I think this scene was pretty necessary. Yeah. Um, we, so they, they, Juno starts taking them to the, the, the cavern. Um, and as they, they start exploring this place again, it's just really well put together. Like, um, how, they, they they do lay out like what all the hazards of spelunking are and they kind of start <laughs> the, running the and Bob Duca moment. <laughs> you can get dehydrated, you can get <laughs> um they also they've they've discovered like the corpse of an animal on the way there as well. So there's That's not some... ominous. <laughs> um start to navigate their way through this this cave system. There's a there's a collapse behind them. Um, this is where the rest of the crew realizes that Juno has in fact not taken them to the, the cave system that she told them she was taking them to. She's taking them to an unexplored cave system um, and that she wanted like them to get credited for discovering it. Um, meaning that they don't know if there's a way out. They don't know, you know, there's, they don't know if anybody would come, nobody's going to come looking for them because they filed a, a plan yeah, to go to the other cave. I've, I have been caving before. Uh, it's been a, a real long time is when I was like a teenager and stuff with Boy Scouts or with other groups. Yeah. Um, this is the sort of thing that someone who has any sort of knowledge of caving knows that you, you don't do. You're, you're making a plan. You're yeah. reporting. This is where you're going to go precisely for this reason. If something happens, they know where to look for you. And uh, Juno just kind of throwing all that away. Man, that really rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> oh yeah, Juno. Juno's set up for, and I don't think she's like irredeemable. Like I think she's also like hurting too, because it sounds like her and Sarah's husband had had like a connection as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, but she's really set up to be the 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 villain of the piece. Um, she and I didn't I didn't get that. By the end of the movie, I kind of thought that she was maybe done a little bit dirty. Yeah, and I think I. I I think there's stuff to say about the end of this as well um, and, and kind of what happens with Sarah and stuff. But, right. Um, so um, on top of just being stuck in here, they end up finding like some, some cave art. They find like some evidence that people have been here before, like a, um, a, a Python in the, in the cave. That's like an unused tool from like a hundred years back. Right. Um, they, um, they start to discover that they're not alone in this cave system. They've, um, they, they they think there's a way out. They're trying to get out, but they they discover that there's a offshoot of uh, humanity. Some folks who got like left behind in the caves, and they've developed to be like blind pack hunters, um, and start coming after our ladies. And just the the hazards of the cave, the 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 hunters themselves start picking them off and thinning the ranks and injuring them um, until we we, we get a uh, I mean, when there, there's a moment where Juno is getting attacked by them and, and she gets tapped on the shoulder from behind, thinks it's another one and ends up killing Beth. Um, Which is, I, that sucks, but I think that's a reasonable thing to happen in that situation. Yeah, and that's, I think the way it's filmed too, like, 
our, our sympathies definitely are with Beth and, and, you know, eventually like Sarah in this situation, but I think they, I, I also feel like, Hey, maybe your friend just got out of like a life or death struggle where they just killed two things. Maybe like a, not only that, a but little, like a little warning. With thing, yeah. With, <laughs> and with just, things that just... like are basically monsters and you like, there shouldn't be monsters. This is like a unheard of situation. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of caution is warranted. And at this point too, we've had our, we've had our first victim, uh, Holly, who already got injured um, and ends up getting carried away by these things. Yeah. And Juno's seen all this and, and Juno was the one who brought her and was like, Sano was like kind of like a mentor mentee relationship, yes. maybe, maybe something else going on there too. But, um, you know, she just saw somebody that she was attached to like get killed. So she, she turns around and she gets startled. She ends up getting Beth in the throat with a pick, um, which just, you know, super gnarly. And, uh, Beth's not dead though. And, and Juno basically leaves her to die. Like just, just yeah. wander, wanders off. Cause she's, Guilty and doesn't know what to do. and Guilty and in shock and panicked. Yes. Um, and that, that factors in because they end up getting split up. Um, again, you know, the, Becca and Sam end up um, getting killed off as well. Sarah's separated from the group. She fights off a few of them in a tremendous sequence. I want to talk about that sequence in depth mm-hmm. later. Um, but she kind of gets like re reborn and and be, she's been kind of like baptized you yes. might say <laughs> she she's been very like reserved and like you can tell that like haunted by the tragedy up to this point and after juno she finds out her plan she starts to kind of like get very upset and start fighting back a little bit and then after she kills off a couple of the monsters again like you were saying it was a baptism and uh she ends up finding beth beth's not dead yet beth tells her that Juno, you know, did this and gives her, she had torn off Juno's um, necklace, which was a gift from, from her, for her, her husband to right. Juno. Um, which I, I think the writing in this movie is pretty good, but the, uh, the, the thing that her husband always said and being on the thing was just like, love each day. Yeah. Sort of like, mm, like, you know, my, my husband always used to say, Live, love, laugh. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, that's that's something that I would say I, I I did not. It didn't get there for me. It, I didn't buy it as a as a good excuse for for what happens. Okay. I okay. don't think I don't think it quite. Uh, I mean, it it's clear that that's what they were going for, but it's it's clear only. Because that's the only thing that makes sense for how the movie turns out, not because the they did a good job of explaining what's happening. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, it, it, it works well enough for me. I, I think the. I think the, it could have been tightened. Right. It's it not. It is not a big complaint for me. It is just. It's a thing. I, I didn't. It didn't work for me. Um. But this this all leads to the to the to the end of our movie where, you know, Juno and Sarah are reunited. Um, they fight off like a, a small wave of these, of these blind uh, crawlers that, that come after them. Mm-hmm. Um, and after they fought them off, you know, Sarah basically has already asked like, Hey, what happened to Beth? And Juno has said, Oh, like the, 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 the creatures 
got her and got in like Sarah's like, Oh, did you see it? And she says, yes, which, you know, Sarah knows is a lie. Yeah. Um, so at that point she takes out her, her own pick. She, they hear, they hear creatures coming, uh, picks Juno in the leg, basically leaves her, leaves her to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get our, our two different endings of the movie. Actually, the, 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 the director's cut has both. They, they, they just show the first to be a hallucination. Um, but uh, Sarah is also some, you know, we, we, you mentioned before, like the hallucinations that she saw in the hospital. She's She has had a couple incidents like that in the cave as well, where she's right. seen like the cake or she's thought she heard her daughter or seen her daughter. Yeah, she was um, talking to her daughter about uh, her upcoming birthday party right before she ended yes. up dying. Yeah. So that kind of that birthday cake imagery kind of haunts her throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, so the the American ending is that um, Sarah ends up like climbing up like a bone pile out to like a, a, an exit. Which was great. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, it is. I, I, I do want to talk a lot about the imagery in this movie, but the uh, the, the, the bone pile is pretty it's pretty up there. Um, she ends up finding her way back to the truck. She drives off down the road, takes like a moment to collect herself. And we get like a final jump scare where she sees like Juno's body in the car, like as like a ghost image. Yeah. Another, another hallucination sort of this, um, I thought had, you know, thinking, I didn't think about it at the time, but thinking about it now, um, had a lot in common with the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah. I was going to, her being hysterical, covered in blood, cry laughing. (laughs) That's, that's very much, um, Neil, Neil Marshall said his his influences for this movie were um, were Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Thing, and um, Deliverance, which I don't I don't know if you have ever seen that, but um, I, I I'm sure you know it by reputation, even if you don't know the actual yes. movie. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually seen that one. <laughs> it's actually really good. I think the the reputation it gets is because of just the one scene in particular. Right. Yeah. But the whole movie around that scene is actually very good, good too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do. That. I think that I think that. Kind of fits the bill. That's the that's one of those movies that's doesn't always get called horror, but I think it's enough horror adjacent that sure. it's it's worth doing. Um, but yeah, it's, it, he was it was very much influenced by that. So it's it's that that ending, which he gave his approval on the that being the American ending, and basically said like, okay, like I think this still fits the tone of my movie because and yeah, no, I know, thought it was a, it was fine. Yeah, like the whole decent ending. Does she get away? Really? Like, is, yeah. is she is she's still there? Um, but the the director's cut ending it cuts back to that birthday cake imagery, and you find out that she's still in the cave. She never she never made it out, and she's looking at uh the torch that she's made, and that's she's basically hallucinating that as the birthday cake, right. and the creatures are nearby. Um, yes, they're, they, that would be the end right there. Yes. So um, there is a descent too. So that that ending does not work for for the descent too, because the descent two does pick up where descent one leaves off and has okay. Sarah as a main character. Um, yeah, but that's have, that's. Have you seen that one? Yes. It's and? it's okay. It's okay. not. I think this one is. This one is, is to me, just super brilliant in a lot of ways. And I think th- that one was made by, I think, the editor of this one. Okay. Um, it has a few neat things in it. it they, they hit a lot of the same beats. Um, they do add that the um, the crawlers, as they crawl, they call them, um, have, like, a camouflage skin 
like they they can they can blend into their surroundings and stuff we're we're already seeing this movie they can like kind of climb on walls and they're, yeah they're not like stronger than people but they're just feral and um right they're they are they hunt by sound they they're completely blind and use echolocation to... yeah, i'm curious as to what uh what advantages having camouflage skin would give them in the complete darkness of a cave I don't know. I mean, we, we, we know that they leave the cave to hunt, so sure. maybe that's... Um, I mean, honestly, like, I, I saw The Descent 2 when it came out in the theater. I was, like, pretty excited to see it. And I think, you know, it was again, I didn't hate it, but I kind of walked out of it, like, already starting to forget it. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> um, but we're not talking about Descent 2. Yeah, yeah, but... Um, so, so, yeah, this movie, what... Um, you know, we've already kind of just gone through discussing like the basic plot beats and stuff like what uh, i'll kind of do like it with, with midsummer what what what's like the thing that you're walking away from this movie like, what scene what idea what line or whatever are you um, walking away from this with there were i think two scenes that well yeah two scenes i thought that were really kind of uh really kind of effective one of which i don't want to kind of take away from you because we've already kind of discussed a little bit <laughs> is uh with uh with sarah in the kind of the the main home chamber of the the creatures and we can we i'll yeah. let you go into that one but the <laughs> other one was uh the first kind of when they first get into you know they've, they've repelled down into the big cave opening uh and it already becomes a little clear that uh they're kind of out off the map in terms of this is not the cave that they signed up to go to. Cause I don't think yeah. that they would have referred to this entrance as a tourist cave. <laughs> um, but you've got, you've got some stuff like, uh, this is another one where they have the jump scared with the bats coming out of the, the, the opening, yeah. which is of course they have that in this movie. I, I, I do love the, um, you know, they're, they're all very tough women. They do this kind of thing all the time, but the, when they have to like first repel in and it's just like very ominous, like, like uh-huh. hole in the ground opening. And you have Beth, who's a teacher, just be like, like, I, I'm, you know, I'm an English teacher, not the fucking tomb Raider. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when they, 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 they come down and they kind of the first big push into the the cave system proper, and they get into like the first big open area and they start throwing down the 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 glow sticks with the the red light all over the place, which is really ominous looking and yeah. kind of cool. And they're kind of spread out all over the place in this big gallery. Um, and then they have the tight crawl through the the only like kind of exit passageway there. And yeah, yeah, that was uh. <laughs> oh. Like, I- that one just like I, I tense up even thinking about that scene. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, I was looking at, it, I was like, I've I've been in caves before, and this is gonna be a note for me, dog. <laughs> no, no, thank you. So yeah, the, the the first passage they find that they have to go through is um very tight quarters, and they they have to crawl through like this like pipe to get from one chamber to the other, and the first person to go through is Holly, who's like the smallest of the group. Yeah. And you can tell even for her, it's a, a tight, little tight, yeah, a tight fit. So um, all the women go through, and as as the women are going through, you kind of see that this is like, you know, I, I guess my best guess would be that this is probably like eighty to ninety feet of kind of winding passageway that they're going through to get to the next area. 
um, part of it going like through water. (laughs) Yeah. Parts where you have to kind of like twist and climb up and it's like, it's film like the, the cameras being dragged as they're crawling through and they're barely fitting. And again, I think this is something where that, like the manufactured sets, like you couldn't do this in a real cave really like you Mm kind of could, but just like the, the shots they're able to get and how they're able to follow them is, is phenomenal. And then, um, Sarah gets stuck. Sarah's the last one to go through and like Beth has to come down and like talk her through it. Cause she starts like hyper panicking. She's panicking. She thinks she's going to die, you know, kind of get her to, to breathe and relax just enough to, which, which to move boy, again. I, yeah. I mentioned last week that, that I have, I have claustrophobia. That's kind of gotten worse as I've gotten older. Uh-huh. Uh, like I went to uh, my, my ex, her family has a, a mining claim in Colorado and they were like showing me, the, you know, they, they tried to mine for silver there. And it's just a real, real shallow um, entrance that they carved out. But it like it goes from being like an eight foot diameter entrance to being like a like a four and a half, five foot diameter real quickly. And just even like standing in the eight foot part and looking at the five foot part, I was just like <gasps> <laughs> just, just sweating. <laughs> So this scene, like every time I see it, oh my god! Like I just, I, I sweat bullets, and I'm just like, it is. Yes, it's pretty intense. And, this and, is the and, scariest part of the movie to me. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I would if they were like, you can stay in here for like 20 minutes, or you can go fight these like feral monsters. <laughs> all right, like do I got a pickaxe? Like all right, I'll, I'll take my chance with these monsters. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I don't have uh, claustrophobia nearly like that but it is you know just the the idea of it and then, and then what happens you know when the the tunnel starts to collapse around them that that's just horrifying yeah and it's and they're it's collapsing behind them and this is this is where they get like stuck in the cave because that that was their only way in um they also lose supplies they 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 have to leave yes. some supplies behind that that sarah had tied off onto her leg um and it really this is where you kind of get the scope of the situation that they find themselves in. Um, so you also mentioned the, like that, that, that home chamber, the, the, the blood pit. Um, so when they initially get separated, when the, when the creatures first attack, Sarah ends up like falling down into like where, where their home is. Yeah. There's kind of like they're, they're either they're the place where they sleep or the place where they eat, just like a main chamber where they congregate. There's lots of, lots of, uh, bodies and bones and stuff there and and she doesn't have a light source all she has is a camera that's got an infrared mode um so when she first gets down there the first victim is holly and they the the creatures bring holly's body down and you know at this point sarah doesn't know like that they can't see or you know she's just in the dark and they've she's watching them devour Holly in front of her and she's trying to like, like stay like just like three feet away from her. Yes. Yes. Trying not to vomit, trying not to scream. Yeah. Um, she eventually, they, they, they leave and she's able to get, um, get out. And then she gets attacked by what you find out is a juvenile. Um, right. Yeah. A baby. Yeah. She's, ab- she's able to make like a light source. The baby jumps on her. She's, she's able to, to kill it. And then she draws the attention of like the so far, like it, it really hasn't been identifiable, like the, the gender. You kind of assume that these things are male, but you see a female, a very obvious female one that this is like the 
she's basically just killed her child mm-hmm. and they're and they get into this life or death struggle that involves going into this uh blood pit <laughs> which i assume is just a, like a, a pool of water that is collected there that yeah, all the runoff from their all, victims all the is kind of collected there yeah and coagulated and it's just like real gross looking like yeah she's she's running away from the the female creature in just one step and there's no floor there and she just goes into it completely submerged yeah um one of the cool things today is the um you know obviously the actresses knew like the um the the script and everything they knew they were going to get attacked but they um the way it was filmed they didn't get a, a chance to interact with the actors playing the creatures until mm-hmm. they actually started shooting and they, they had no idea what they were going to look like. And they're filming in the dark. They're filming with like the, the light sources that they have. So uh, apparently they got very freaked out. They were not expecting this makeup to be as good as it was. <laughs> they so. kind of, uh, the creatures kind of reminded me of like, uh, like uh, goblins from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're very uh, same mold. The, um, the inspiration was, um, was Nosferatu. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, that, that very, um, slender pale uh yeah. kind of gangly very uh, very bat like the, yeah. the whole clicking sound for echolocation and everything i guess they were they originally had a their eyes were whited out and i guess it looked really bad but they're they have pale eyes that are you know obviously look like they've evolved for right. seeing in low light um but yeah she gets in this in this struggle with the the, the female and ends up finishing her off with the um the one of the carcasses one of the bones that they have down this there is like, it's like, a, a, like a chunk of antler <laughs> yeah like a chunk of antler or like a jawbone or something like it just jams it into her and just puts her under it is yeah it's a gnarly bloody scene and like the the action here is just um i mean it's filmed in the dark so you you, you kind of get like there's definitely like that scrabbling you're not seeing it's not like a kung fu fight but it's a scrap for survival and it, i think yeah it's pretty, pretty well done and just savage and just and then like um, uh, immediately afterwards the uh uh another creature comes in i yeah uh, maybe it was the father or or just another male comes in and um she dispatches that one as well just grabs a chunk of bone and clubs its brains in yes (laughs) kind of has her uh like badass moment which is standing there covered in blood kind of with her like club and Panting. torch, yeah, just... <laughs> yeah. Then this is again like up until this point, you you know that she's capable. She's done all these like these trips in the past, and she's in good shape. And um... but she has come off as fairly timid, and I mean, not fearful, but she she definitely seems more passive. Yeah, and um, you kind of see that first inkling that she's starting to lash out, where like when she starts to get pissed at Juno. When they're like, especially when they're doing the um the chasm, and mm-hmm. they're and basically Juno's trying to explain her rationale, like the whole, you know, I thought I thought we could discover this and it could be a good thing for you, and I was gonna name the cave system after you, and she's like, or yourself, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I mean it's it's a nice thing to say that it's for everybody else, but she's the one with the ego here. No one else wanted this. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's just a lot of the. I, I do appreciate that they they kind of do have that those moments of character building, even when it's kind of in, in the height of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one thing like I, I, I do, I did mention that the, the creatures don't show up until they're kind of a, a little ways into their journey. The, the creatures don't show up until about an hour into the movie. It's an hour and a half movie. Um, so mostly like the cave is the antagonist for like a good chunk of it. And like Juno's actions, 
Um, I would I would say right up until they get through that tight space. Um, like the creatures aren't necessarily a like a a main threat at that point, but that's like kind of the first time that you really start to to get a, a sense that maybe they're not alone in the caves. Yeah, there's there's a couple things like there's actually in that I think even in that first scene there's like a shadow on the wall. Um, and there's been like a couple, there was one shot that I guess the actresses didn't even know was going on that they were, they're moving from one chamber to the other. And I think it's after they've discovered that painting that shows that there might possibly be an, another exit. Yeah. Um, there's the shot where it's, you, you kind of see like the creature drooling as they're going into the next chamber. Yeah. Um, they, they filmed that like they had them in a lit area off in the distance and they didn't know they were also filming this composition shot with the creature and makeup in the dark. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> so it's a, it's a pretty cool shot. It's a, you know, I'm, I don't think this falls into that same category of like some of the movies we talked about where they're like actually for realsies, like abusing the cast and stuff to get like some of these reactions, but, but they're but, definitely doing stuff to, to kind of disguise what's going on so that you get a more genuine reaction. Yeah, and they they I, apparently also um, these a lot of times like the creature roles like this would be played by um, stunt persons or like dancers or something like just somebody they're hiring just for their ability to like move. Yeah. Um. They they hired actors for for all those roles and they they basically had them create like a backstory for for all of the crawlers. Like oh. so they they all had like a, a which just kind of cracks me because it's like you know you do see some hints that they're they're sentient creatures and they, they have some sort of familial life or it seems yeah, like the, it's, the mother definitely seemed distraught that her, her baby got killed. Yeah. And, um, but like all of them having, and I think there was like, you know, like 20 of them in this movie or something like, mm-hmm. I just imagine like one of them who's only in background shots, like, you know what? I think I'm the cut up of the group. <laughs> 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 I did. I did notice in the uh, in the credits that one of them is is like has a name, like listed as Scar or something like that. And I didn't. Yeah. I didn't notice anything that pointed any one of them out from the other ones. They were all indistinguishable. Well, yeah, except for like the juvenile and the and the three. Except for the one, yes, except yeah. for the ones that were obviously marked out as different. But but that that what the name the juvenile Scar. I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, I was I was a little unclear on that too. I'm I'm wondering if maybe that's just the person that they kind of used for the the most shots and action sequences, and they just yeah, kind of maybe name. like in the promo reel or whatever, or someone who yeah. just was a little more visible. Um, yeah, but I I I, I think that's it, it, it's pretty cool. I think like the little details like that maybe don't they don't always pay off, but I think you can tell when there's like care and thought being put into. Mm-hmm into a movie as opposed to just they're not being um i yeah i i, I the the other scene that really jumps out to me and I, I i touched on it briefly was just that that initial canyon crossing that that when they're going across that gorge the american ninja warrior scene yeah yeah um i, I think just the tension in that scene is uh-huh. phenomenal um yeah. all that i mean it's, it's the music kind of drops out and all the the women are quiet and yeah. You just have the the grunts and the strains of effort from the uh, – who was that? Was that it's, uh, Rebecca, Rebecca making the crossing? Yeah, yeah. Rebecca Beck, making the crossing. Becca's crossing this. She's basically just only doing it 
on handholds on the ceiling. Yeah, just hand over hand. And, and and carrying rope with her and driving in like the, the, the pythons to create like a lead for everyone else to go across. So like uh-huh. at certain points she's having to like hold herself up just with one arm while she's And use the other arm to, to maneuver around this piece of equipment and get yeah. it wedged in the rocks. Which, you know, I'm a I'm a pretty soft boy and like I I, I, I dread doing a pull up. Like I can't even imagine. Right. Like, yeah, this to... is this is very impressive. <laughs> It's it's pretty crazy, and I I really do kind of like this the scene that they have right after this, where there's a lot of tension as she's crossing and she's creating the lead, and the next person to go across is her little sister, who's like um, studying Just, to be a doctor, and yeah. um, she's you know when when her sister comes across the Sam Becca tells her like oh you make it look easy, and she's like you make it look fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was pretty good. <laughs> we also get this scene um, leads to um, it's it's another moment where we're kind of uh, where, where Juno's doing a little hot dogging and it yes. nearly like costs everybody because she wants to like try to salvage all the equipment that they've they've used to create this rope bridge. So she's trying to like she's basically trying to kind of show that she, redeem herself, which is done, too. and yeah, and and also kind of like be like, well, Becca's not the only one. Um, she ends up falling and you get like the first kind of grisly injury that they got on this yeah, trip. That was, that was rough. And I don't think they paid enough attention to it. Oh, uh, they, they, I mean, they kind of, they, she they does give you the, sell it. They give you a good seat, like a good close up of, of kind of what's going on. But yeah. you know, from then on, I, I, there's other stuff going on so that maybe there wasn't a lot of time to showcase it, but I feel like it's uh forgotten or put aside relatively quickly. But this is uh, Becca. Their their um, the, the the rope starts to Juno falls and just quickly starts plummeting and they have to grab the rope and hold her and she's not wearing gloves and just that rope burn goes like yeah. straight through her hands. So it just, just starts... it lacerates the palm of her hand pretty badly. Yeah, it is it is a pretty gnarly effect that they show. <laughs> um, that that's kind of followed pretty closely by um. By, by Holly's injury too, which I think is also a pretty a pretty grisly one. Where mm-hmm. and again, this is not the creatures. This is this is just the hazards of the cave. Um, she's starting to get a little panicky, and they're 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 chasing the oxygen to try to find an exit out of this cave. And she thinks she sees daylight, but it's like the phosphorus on the rocks. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just takes a takes a running leap, doesn't see a uh, a hole in the ground underneath her, and just drops down a pit and just has that compound fracture that's like sticking yeah, her, through her shin bone just fractures and comes out of the skin. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty rough. <laughs> that's, that's not something I ever want to have happen. Yeah. Just, just real, real nasty stuff. Um, and, then, and then once they all get down there, uh, they kind of have that butt clenching moment where they're trying to set the bone and she's biting down on a piece of cloth and just looks like it's terribly yeah. painful. <laughs> and we have kind of our first sighting where, uh, Sarah hears what sounds like a child laughing and kind of walks off and, and sees one of the creatures, but she, yes. no one, because she's already kind of cried wolf once or twice, mm-hmm. no one's really believing her. And they think they're thinking it's just, you know, part of, part of right. being trapped in this cave system that she's just, it, it's she's totally panic. Screaming. It's her mental state uh, yeah. altogether. It's, it's just sort of a lot of things culminating and you're, you're just seeing what you want to see. You, you're hearing things in the dark and, and making something there that's not there. Um, 
but they they're, they're very quickly because uh, they, they pretty quickly after this they they actually encounter the creatures all as a group so um yeah. and then and then you just get like a very uh, i mean it's it's well orchestrated but it's 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 purposefully chaotic um yeah at this point i wasn't sure if there was if it was just one creature down here if there was more than one creature uh but yeah. it became apparent pretty quickly that they were not just dealing with one yes yeah there's there's a there's there's a population down there in this um but i i do kind of want to like look maybe big picture like what do you you know i kind of mentioned this compared to like her um to uh midsummer um and, and one of the you know we've got the central theme of like the grief and tragedy and kind of how like discovering yourself in that <laughs> um uh-huh. like what what do you th- what do you think of that? Like, how, what, how does that theme play for you in this movie? Like her, I, I think you had mentioned briefly, like you didn't buy the whole relationship background part where they were kind of setting that up for the, the, the turn on Juno. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I don't think they got all the way there. Um, maybe it, it, maybe I just need it spelled out for me a little more, a little more clearly. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you, but it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's a that's a that's a terrible thing to do to somebody. Yeah. And then for her to have the the both you know of the people that she loves get torn away from her so suddenly and at the same time, and then a year later find out this, I I mean, I, I guess I can understand why she would be upset by it. It just. Well, I I also think the way that the the movie works is I I think the Sarah that comes out of the pit is not the Sarah that went into the pit. True. It is uh, I think by the time she's like killed those three down below, like yeah, there's such like, a, there's it's such like a, a baptism. Shift. Like I said, this, yeah. she goes into the water and when she comes out of the the blood, it's it's not the same person. Yeah, and I think this like Shauna McDonald who plays Sarah. Um, she sells that transformation so well. I mean, part of it is just the, the fact that she looks so physically different because she's just coated in blood and yeah, she's like, she's taken off her jacket and she's completely her hair's down. Can, yeah, like, you can yeah. see all all the all the individual like ridges of the the muscles in her arms and shoulders and everything. Just everything kind of pops at that point you can kind of just she yeah. she looks like you said transformed she's not the same person and she she plays her just way more like wild-eyed and like um and aggressive yeah. yes um so it it it, it works for me because i i think that's just like i think all this has been pent up and it's like it's this it's i think it's confirmation of what she kind of already knew um now, see, I, I buy I buy her transformation. Like I, I buy that a hundred percent. Like I see yeah. that is that's sold to me. I mean, visually, and I I understand, you know, the the imagery of her going in and then coming out and and, and having this this transformative moment. It's just um, I <laughs> it it is specifically Juno having a, an affair with her husband, which, like I said, it's clear looking back that's what's going on i just i don't think i don't think that they did enough to to warrant the treatment that juno gets in this movie by the time well i i think it's it's that and it's also how she handled beth which i can't necessarily 
fault her for how she handled Beth because it's like I, I think she panicked and she just didn't know what to do and and right. she handled it poorly like she didn't stay and comfort her or try to like get her to safety to see what like bind her wounds or even put her out of her misery like Sarah ends up having to do Sarah ends yeah. up having to like crush her head with a rock yeah um, which is terrible <laughs> yeah and I and I think that's that is also playing into us. She just, you know, Juno's lied. She killed, basically killed her best friend. And well, she, when, she killed, when, she's ultimately responsible for everyone who dies down here. Yes. And I, but I mean, she was, she was directly the cause of that lied about it. And from what Beth tells her, like Beth doesn't tell her that that was an accident. Beth doesn't tell her Beth's like, Juno did this. Don't trust her. Like, yes. um, so which, that is part of it. Like I, I guess, I guess I. If you look at it that way, she's kind of pointed at Juno like a like a gun at that point. Like Beth yeah. kind of sent her off to <laughs> to do this thing. But and, and and you know, and I think she's a. I think Juno's a, a a tragic figure. I don't think she's irredeemable. I think she's like she had. This trip was, I think, really. It, it ends up being more for her than she's willing to admit. But I also think it's it is for Sarah. I yes. think she she genuinely has affection for Sarah and um and the women in this group. I think she's, you know, she's not presented as a monster. She's presented as somebody who's probably like a lot of fun to be around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean the relationship she has with Holly that's established in the in the cabin where they're both like talking about how they're uh, they're both sports fucks. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and like they they kind of have this uh the, the moment that always makes me laugh when when you know, Juno's the first to rise and she's going and like waking everybody up because they have to leave for the the cavern really early and just like to like assert her alpha queen dominance just casually does a standing full leg split in front of Holly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, try that. <laughs> and then Holly tries it and immediately like, falls over like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think she's a she's a she's a interesting character. And I think the the. Again, like you, like you know, you kind of talked about, like she's just kind of pointed at a gun, at, like a gun at, at Sarah is pointing at, at Juno, and it's just from what she's been presented and what she's gone through, there's just no, there's no other outcome for that scene, <laughs> like, um, you know, other than maybe her killing her herself, which she, you know, she just she leaves she leaves her to a fate worse than that. I think it's it's yeah, kind of a little bit that's poetic right. justice for for Beth, like, oh, you wanna you wanna leave my friend to die? Well, here. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I, I get it. I it's just it's a minor quibble. I don't I don't think yeah. I feel like they could have done more uh to maybe make her paint her as a kind of a villain than they did. I, I don't know. I, I maybe that's I just would have liked well, to see I don't, that. I don't see her as a villain. I just I see her as a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was ostensibly going to be a homewrecker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think she's, I think I think she's played pretty well. I think she's played as like you know like the, the thrill seeker, but it seems like they're like at least she thought there was more to her relationship with with Sarah's husband that you know there was some connection that she felt there. Um, yeah. Which you know, I'm. It's hard to, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know feel a lot of kind of we're kind of in the weeds on this a little bit. Yeah, I, it's not as big a deal as maybe the discussion we've had over it is making it sound it just i don't i don't feel like they quite got there enough as establishing her as deserving what she ended up getting yeah um well i mean 
part part of the horror genre too is that it, you know sometimes people who don't deserve it end up getting it. Like I, I don't think any of the no, other women like, did. No, the other women deserve that either. But they weren't they weren't positioned in that kind of like I said like yeah. a villain role. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about what happens to the to the sisters? We get we get we their their deaths as well. We have um, so yeah, Becca Becca and Sarah. Becca and Sam and uh, Sam. Yeah. Uh, oh, Sarah's Sa- the main character. Yes. Uh, so I mean, this is kind of like in the in the chaotic scrum that that happens as like the, the creatures start attacking. They do have a little bit of like you know, um, Sam, who's a, a doctor, is able to kind of f- figure out their physiology a little bit and give us the exposition about you know how they hunt and They're why evolved evolved to live in the dark and yeah yeah. Um, and she gets her chance to try to do the uh, the, the rope crossing as well because they end up getting pushed back to that same gorge. Um, and is she starts. This is not the same place. No, this is this 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 is. I don't think it is. I'm I'm pretty sure it is. I think they're they're crossing the same that's the same ravine. Was, it looks like to me. No, there was no water in the one before because they dropped the rock and it fell forever before it clapped yeah. on dry earth. Maybe, maybe the the geography didn't work as well for me as I thought it did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a similar chamber. It's a yes. It's, it's the same sort of same sort of scenario. Yeah. Same sort of setup, but if there's water below, then um, yeah, because they they the, the they end up. The, the one that she is able to dispatch that kills her off, um, she's able to, they they find them down in the water below when yeah. when, uh, when Sarah yeah, she's she's about halfway across and one of them is has crawled across the ceiling to to get to her and since he's much better at cra- climbing than they are she yeah. she eats it but she manages to stab him and pull him into the water before that happens yeah she gets her she gets her thrown throat torn out and she's just hanging by her rope that she's yeah just dangling there. Yeah. Bleeding out. And then uh her sister Becca gets the uh the, the day of the dead death, the uh and them all pulling her. at her from behind and just tearing apart her torso and yeah, it's... and feasting on her while she's alive. That's rough. <laughs> and 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 again Juno just watches. Yes. Yeah, Juno's just sort of like, Ooh, sorry, dog. <laughs> That's rough. That's a bad beat. <laughs> There, there. <laughs> um, oh, the, completely off topic, but the uh, one of the other like shout outs to Deliverance in this movie is the um, there's the Chattooga River is the the river that they go down on Deliverance and the national park that they're in. That's a not a real national park is the Chattooga okay. National right. Park. So yeah, I never would have caught that. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, 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 again, I think I think a lot of this movie is just gonna be me like gushing over like the the set design and how everything looks and just how they build the tension and stuff. But it's just for me, it works really well. Um, um, I don't most, most of it. Yes, I, I would agree with you completely. It's just the the little nitpick I have about the uh, <laughs> the ending and how how it kind of plays out. But I, is there is there more stuff you wanna you wanna dig through a little bit or is there do you wanna do you wanna Maybe do a shorter one and, and get to your to your your whether you're sold or not on this. I th- I mean this is a little shorter than normal, but it's not crazy. <laughs> we're still okay. in an hour. We're we're all okay. right. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, if we don't have anything specific to to go back into, we no, can I, wrap it up. Again, this I, is, this is we have, one that I yeah I love, but it's it's hard for me to. I, I mean, I, I think I've articulated as well as I can the reasons that I love it, but I think so much of it is just it 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 really just kind of grabs a hold of you and it doesn't let go. It's like that the first, right. the first two thirds of the movie are just steadily ratcheting up the tension. It's just like crank, 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 crank. And then you can just see that spring 
tightening and tightening and tightening. And by the time that the creatures show up, it is just so frenetic. And it's such right. a release until the end that it's, it's like it's getting to the top of really the hill on a roller coaster. It's, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't stop once you once you hit that tipping point. Um, I mean, we can talk about the. Uh, I mean, we basically talked about everything up to it. So, uh, you know, we have the, the sisters die and Juno's there and then she meets up with Sam again. Uh, and they kind of have this showdown moment where they're in a in a passageway and there are things basically waiting for them because it can't kind of looks like that's where they the way they have to go to get out yeah and they're kind of being blocked in so they have this uh this kind of badass fight where they're where they know, end don't, up, like don't fighting with like, us yeah yeah they end up like killing what, like like five or six of them like it's, yeah just um, two of them yeah yeah and it's, it's it's brutal it is it is very savage it's like it's that that pick is used to good measure like you get eyes gouged out with thumbs like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's Sarah. She takes one of them out just by jamming those thumbs in to the hilt. <laughs> yes, yeah, just just a, a fucking badass kill in this movie. Um, and I, I, again, like I don't I don't think this is staged like a you know a, a fight choreography in a kung fu movie, but I think for just like savage drag down knockout fighting and, and the lighting that they have, uh-huh. I think it I think it is remarkably well put together. Like you, yeah, you, no, you, it looks great. <laughs> yeah, you you know exactly what's going on. The hits look like they hurt. It's not that like mm-hmm. one of the, the things I, I I like about Asian cinema a lot more than American cinema is American cinema tends to like cut away on the impact of a hit. Right. So they'll they'll show somebody throwing a punch and then they just kind of show the reaction, but they don't show the punch land. Right. Um. Whereas you you kind of get more of that here. You get that more of that like that Hong Kong style where you, you see the impact. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I kind of hate that. <laughs> that, the, that you don't get to see the the impacts in a lot of american action movies that kind of i hate it yeah it's 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 it, it really kind of takes you out of it um and it just it kind of makes it boring too it's just it's not as visually interesting you don't it's your your brain has to do like some unnecessary unnecessary processing to put like yeah. the steps together um yeah it's i i'm this is this is me selling this to you, dear. Are you are you buying? Are you buying? <laughs> Am I buying this one? I think yeah. It's uh it's fun. It's fun to watch. Um, I don't think it's the best thing that we've watched. Uh, I'm not as high on it as you are, but I I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, and I, I think this is one that I'm. There's definitely horror movies I'm very reluctant to recommend to people, and it, this is one that as long as you can kind of handle some amount of intensity in a movie sure i i i think is an easy recommend because it's such a it's such a forward propelling action movie there's there's substance there but it's it's in i I don't want to say you can like turn your brain off but it's it's because i I definitely think there's more going on under the surface there's the Mm -hmm. whole like psychological you know metaphor of going into the going into the the dark cave to become reborn like you know that's there's a lot of Jungian imagery at play here, but it's, right. it's not it's not as in your face about it as you know a, a, a more an artier movie would be. Um, yeah. Now, before you had recommended that I um, check out the director's cut ending, uh, I want to say that somewhere along the way in these you know ten twenty years since I <laughs> haven't watched this movie and it came out. Yeah. I had you know either on a magazine or a message board or somewhere 
had picked up the idea that uh, uh, maybe a lot of this was in Sarah's head, and maybe that maybe you know having not seen it, I, I kind of conflated that to just being you know the director's cut ending says okay she didn't escape that was just in her head to being the whole movie but there's really no doubt that this actually happened like this is not just a hallucination from yeah from this, the is, this, this isn't a jacob's ladder this is a okay. <laughs> um, but it, it's um yeah i mean she you are dealing with somebody who's going through ptsd and has these hallucinations so it's yeah it plays in that space but i don't think i don't think you're ever meant to think that Oh, she never left the hospital, like, or sure. anything like that. Like, uh, or she's she's just at home drinking tea, and this is all in her head. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I, I absolutely love this movie. Um, sounds like you're a little bit less on it, but it's you know, again, I'm I still liked um, it. I, yeah, I don't I, I don't I'm love not, it, no, but I'm I liked definitely it. Definitely notching it as the in the wind <laughs> column. Um, so let's uh let's let's do our our, our crispy. Let's uh let's let's get about an award here. All right. So what do you um. Got? I think this was actually a really close one in the computer this week. Um, I, I think this whole ensemble is 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 pretty good. Yeah. But um, as much as I, I kind of want to give it to our lead to to to, to Shauna McDonald for for playing Sarah, just for the the transformation she goes through, I had mm-hmm. to I had to think on it and I had to listen to some MIA and she told me that uh, live fast, die young, bad girls do it well. Um, and I, I gotta go with Juno on, on this one with Natalie Mendoza's performance as just the, the person who like, I think she really encapsul- encapsulates that, like that friend who's, who's fun to be around, but is, but is actually bad for you and will kind of feel bad about fucking you over, but will fuck you over. <laughs> All right. I can respect it. Um, <laughs> if, if I were going to make a decision, I would have to give it to the lead. To, I'd sure. give it to Sarah, yeah. Uh, yeah Sean McDonald's performance is, is is phenomenal. I'm just I, I I have to bite on that little bit of extraness that Juno brings. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's uh talk uh, unless you have a new segment you want to introduce to our Scream of Maniacs or no, not this <laughs> not this week. Scream of Maniacs. Keep your eyes open on the space. Uh, might be some new stuff coming in, but I'm not quite done with it. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about next time. And, sure. Uh, so for next time, I I, I feel like um, you know I, I don't know you you had talked before about maybe not necessarily being like scared by any of the movies that I'd shown so far. All right. Um, I don't know if 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 this one is the one that like filled in that gap or that hole or whatever. But um, uh, outside of jump scares, no. Okay. Okay. Um, I will tell you that next week's uh or next the next episodes uh will not be the one to do that um we're we're doing we're doing a little bit of an audible and i'm gonna i'm gonna switch us over to um a movie i don't really want to say a lot about because i think that the more you talk about it the you really need to go into this one very blind um i mean i'm intrigued uh, we're gonna we're gonna watch the uh, the Shutter exclusive, um, also from from last year, of like a, like Midsummer was of uh, one cut of the dead. Uh, okay. So uh, the the only thing I really want to say about one cut of the dead, just to kind of lead you in, is it, it is a Japanese movie. It's, All right. Don't don't let Pulse scare you off. This is about as about a 180 from Pulse. <laughs> um, that um 
the the one cut that is being referred to in the title is means a single take. So like a like a 1917 style s- single take movie. Um, oh, okay. So go. I think that's about as much as you want to go into it knowing. Um, it, I, I will say it is a a horror comedy as well. Um, right. This is one like you might want to just watch it first, but I I, I know Lisa's started to watch a, a couple with you, your wife, yeah. um, and 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 not made it through um, the suggestions. I think she might actually really like this one. This is um, and I think there's going to be up to a certain point where she's going to say, why would Josh think I liked this one? And then she went. <laughs> <laughs> Just trust Josh. Josh knows. Trust, trust me on this one. This is one that I, I kind of want to like broadcast a little bit. Cause this is when I watched last year and I ended up, I watched well, I it think again. You're, pick, you're picking the wrong platform to signal boost my man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I get one more person to watch it, and that, that'll, <laughs> actually, if I get two more people to watch it, you and your wife. You, you, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, you're guaranteed one. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what we're going to be doing for next time. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 if anybody wants to give us a, a shout out, well, I am on uh, Twitter over at, at Scream Selling. Um, you know, follow me on there. I'll, I will make an effort to follow you back again, as, as long as you don't seem like you uh, collect skin tags or something. Um, uh, yeah, Facebook. that niche is taken. <laughs> We've already got one on the podcast. Who it is, you'll never know. Um, <laughs> our Facebook group. Um, yeah, just get a hold of us. We can we can send out an invite your way. It's just selling the scream on Facebook. Uh, email is uh, selling selling the scream at Gmail. Um, yeah, we would we would love to hear from any folks who uh, wanna wanna tell us what we're doing is uh, the worst thing that they've ever heard, or you know maybe not. Yeah, I'll take it at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, for for next time, it's uh, again a Shutter exclusive, so you do have to have Shutter to, to watch One Cut of the Dead or you know pay to rent it. But um, yeah, it's I I think it is it is well worth your time. It is a it is a fun movie. I I look forward to uh, to, to talking about it with you and just seeing what you have to say yeah it sounds super interesting and uh i can't wait to watch it cool um so I, is that is that gonna be are we gonna bid our uh yeah uh, you screaming maniacs yeah no, well, i mean i just was handed a piece of paper and it turns out that hulk hogan's a racist bag of trash so maybe that doesn't work as well as i would want okay okay uh i have but, to go back to, back into the lab yeah, you know, I I don't sympathize him with him on the racism, but um, burping a lot when you eat bad sushi, I I, I did kind of sympathize a little bit with him there. That's I, I, oh, I so felt I mean, that yeah, pain. Yeah, I can see both sides. <laughs> it's a classic both sides. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's he's he's a he's a conflicted character. He's a, no, he's not. He's not. He's a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even make that work. I actually. Uh, Side digression. Um, uh, he lives near where my family in Florida lives, um, and my cousin um, took guitar lessons with his son, with you know the one who murdered somebody in their car. Oh, uh, yeah. That uh, that whole family, it, you know, in case you thought that their their trash persona was just a carefully cultivated thing that they did for the cameras, they're no, they're they're trash people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they're living the gimmick, brother. 
yeah, they're, they, they've bought into it. Um, but yeah, that's other than that, that's all, that's all I got. I think that's all I got too. So, uh, I guess until next week, or well, yeah, next episode, yeah, next episode, it won't be next. Well, we will have one next week, but that's not going to be this one. <laughs> but you don't know when we're recording this, dear that's listener. Right. Yeah. This could be coming from the future. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're, we're a horror podcast, not sci-fi. Okay. All right. All right. So until next time, uh, you guys be safe out there. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to sharing our words of wisdom on this under talked about genre again. Yeah. Just, um, you know, out, out here doing doing the Lord's work that no one else has ever done before. So absolutely. All right. We'll see you then. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, thank you.